coming up. And there's going to be things happen in your life to try to get you off course. I can guarantee you that. Guarantee it. I don't even have to be with you. I don't need a camera. I don't need nothing. I know every day something happens to get you away from following Christ every single day. So the question is, again, are you in or are you out? Are you in or are you out? Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. Is it hard for you to receive the truth from people? We all have trouble hearing the truth sometimes, especially when it hurts. Well, God's word is the most important truth that we need to handle properly. And the centerpiece of his word is Jesus Christ. Join us for the message series where Pastor Rob teaches on how to receive the truth and what to do with it. Here's part one of the message. Are you in or out? And so I want to draw your attention to Luke chapter nine, and I'll be reading verses 18 through 32. Luke 9 verses 18 through 32 and I'll be reading in the New Living Translation um, the message the passage for today amen it reads one day Jesus left the crowds to pray alone only his disciples were with him and he asked them uh, who do people say I am Well, they replied, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others say you are one of the other ancient prophets risen from the dead. Then he asked them, but who do you say I am? It's a question that Jesus is asking us today. Peter replied, you are the Messiah sent from God. Verse 21, Jesus warned his disciples not to tell anyone who he was. The son of man must suffer many terrible things, he said. He will be rejected by the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of the religious law. He will be killed, but on the third day he will be raised from the dead. Jesus is telling them before it happened that he was going to die. Verse 23, then he said to the crowd, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way. Take up your cross daily and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but are yourself lost or destroyed? If anyone is ashamed of me and my message, the Son of Man will be ashamed of that person when he returns in his glory and in, his, and in the glory of the Father and the holy angels. I tell you the truth, some standing here right now will not die before they see the kingdom of God. About eight days later, Jesus took Peter, John, and James up on a mountain, to, on a mountain to pray. As he was praying, the appearance of his face was transformed and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly, two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared and began talking with Jesus. They were glorious to to see. And they were speaking about his exodus from this world, which was about to be fulfilled in Jerusalem. Peter and the others had fallen asleep. When they awoke, they saw Jesus' glory and the two men standing with him. 
Amen. Our subtopic for today. Again, this is our second message in the series, I Tell You the Truth. When Jesus says, I tell you the truth. And our subtopic for today is, are you in or out? Are you in or out? This is a moment when Jesus was raising the bar with his disciples. He had told them originally to come and, and see. <laughs> when he first called them, he said, come and see. And then he said, come and follow, follow me, come and follow. And now later here, he's raising the bar about what it means to be a follower of him. Understand, this was after they had seen a whole bunch of stuff, a bunch of miracles, bunch of healings, water turned to wine, all kind of stuff. They had seen a lot um, when he raised the bar. It, it wasn't a, a, a uh, what he didn't raise it this high when he first called them. It was after they had saw a whole bunch of stuff. Just like you and I, you know, we've been living a little bit. We've we seen some stuff, okay? We, by now, you, you've seen some stuff, okay? You, you, you are not, I got a newsflash for you, you're not five no longer, okay? You're no longer five, okay? Your, 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 your life experience is more than graham crackers and milk and, and, and cookies and blocks and Legos and Hot Wheels. And, and your life now is much more than that, okay? Your, your life involves some pain, uh, emotional pain, psychological pain, physical pain. Your, you, your life is more than that now. You done seen a whole lot. You done seen a whole lot. You, you done seen a lot of sunrises and a lot of sunsets. You've seen a lot of rainy days, a lot of sunshine days. You've seen a lot. And if you grew up in Oakland like me, like me somehow snow came to Oakland at some point. Y'all see, I, we, was, we was flabbergasted. We was blown away. Snow? In Oakland? Yeah, it came to Oakland. My, my point is, is that you've seen a lot by now. You've seen a lot. Okay. You've seen people come and go. You've seen babies born and you've seen people die. You've seen it. I, I think it's, a good, it's okay for Jesus to raise the bar because you've seen a lot. You're not five no longer. And quite frankly, it's time for us to grow up. <laughs> time for us to grow up. And Jesus is challenging his disciples here. See, if I ask the question, are you in, are you out, about, you know, your favorite team, sports team, <laughs> or anything that you've, you, you represent, you know, you rep, you know. If I ask you, are you in, are you out, about your favorite sports team, about your favorite place to play, a place that you grew up, a, 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 a frat, your frat, your sorority, your, your city, your state. If I ask you, are you in, are you out, you would unequivocally tell me, I'm in. You know, I'm in. I'm, this is where I'm from. These are my peeps. You, you say whatever. You put on your, your, your team's hat and your team's shirt. And if you're real crazy, you will, you will even change the way you look. For your team, huh? Huh? Y'all, 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 yeah? huh? <laughs> hey, y'all, y'all, they crazy. It's like y'all, y'all seen the black hole? Y'all seen them folk in the black hole? Huh? Or no, you didn't. You ain't really seen the folk. You seen the 
disguise of the folk in the black hole. Y'all seen that? They would even change their physical appearance to say, I'm in. I am in. I'm fully in. I'm fully in. They will show up five hours early to say, I'm in. Y'all understand? Y'all get this? They will stay overnight to declare that they're in. But it's funny when it comes to God. <laughs> Getting there five hours early? Uh, uh, staying a little late? Uh, I got to go. But see, Jesus, Jesus says, okay, it's time out for that. I'm, I'm talking to y'all disciples. Y'all been walking with me. Y'all seen a lot. It's time for me to raise the bar. Now, I want to say this to you. This is... Uh, <laughs> This is a message that I have to preach because the Bible says I should. Uh, and so I want y'all to walk with me here. Walk with me. And hopefully after today's message, you'll have a clearer understanding of what it really means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. So on your outline, write this down. How do I know if I am committed to being a follower of Jesus Christ? How do I know if I am committed to being a follower of Jesus Christ? I'm going to give you five ways that you can know. And they're not mutually exclusive. But I'm going to give you five. The first is I follow him even though many others don't view him the way I do. I follow him even though many others don't view him the way I do. This uh, Jesus said in, I mean, the scripture said in Luke 9, 18 and 19, one day Jesus left the crowds to pray alone. Only his disciples were with him. And he asked them, who do people say I am? Well, they said, some say John the Baptist. Some say Elijah. And others say you are one of the other ancient prophets risen from the dead. I want us to get that into our spirit a little bit so we can understand this. For people to say these things about Jesus, that he was uh, uh, John the Baptist, he was Elijah, or one of the other ancient prophets, these were pretty spectacular folk. Do y'all understand this? It's, it's, it's like for the, in the sports world, we see, we see a new athlete. We say, oh, that's all. Oh. We start to compare them to some ancient or some older athletes, right? You know, when, when Kobe came, when, yeah, when Kobe came, folks, oh, oh, that's the, oh, that's the new Mike. He reminds me of Mike, right? So you just understand that for them to think that Jesus was Elijah, Elijah, who prayed and it didn't rain for three and a half years, he must have done some stuff. 
that they had seen that, that was pretty spectacular. Okay. But they were wrong, but my point is that for them to even equate him to them, equate him to them, was spectacular. But that wasn't the view that the disciples had, which we'll see in a minute. But my question to you is, are you an even though follower of Jesus Christ? Are you an even though follower? In this question, the question is, even when others don't view him like you do, are you still an even though follower? And we're going to address this whole even though concept a little bit later in the message. But keep that in your mind. And that question in your mind, are you an even though follower? Okay. As it relates to sports and stuff, do you go to a, an away Raiders game in your Raiders gear? Okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. That, that's, that's the even though. I'm, I'm, I'm walking in dressed up like a Raider fan and, and they playing, I don't know, you know, one of their rival teams, and you, and you, you know, or somebody coming into the black hole, bought a ticket in the black hole and coming in in a Diver Broncos attire. All right. And some folks do that kind of stuff, y'all know, because they're even though, they're even though fans. <laughs> I don't care what everybody else thinks. I'm coming in, I'm repping my team. The question is, are you that for Jesus Christ? Second way you know if you're in or out. Uh, I follow him because I believe and confess that he is the son of God. I follow him because I believe and confess he is the son of God. Not a son, but the son. There's a difference. Some religions say he's a son. No, you believe that he is the son. In other words, he is God. He is God. Look what the text says, Luke 9, 20. It says, then he asked them, but who do you say I am? Peter replied, you are the Messiah sent from God. Other folks said he was John the Baptist, Elijah, one of the other prophets. Peter said, no, 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 no. We don't think that. We think you're the Messiah. Now, how significant it is? This is very significant because they were familiar with messianic prophecies. They were familiar with them. They knew them. They knew what the prophets said the Messiah would do and be. And they saw it in Christ and they said, no, you're, you're the Messiah. You're the one God talked about way back when, that you're, you're the it. You're the one we've been waiting for. You, you're it, they said. That's what makes it significant. Look what Isaiah 7:14 says. This is one of the messianic prophecies. It says, uh, therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son capital S, and shall call his name Emmanuel. And that was significant because Emmanuel means God with us. This was a prophecy that the disciples knew about. And they said, no, you're it. So they were saying, we believe you're God. 
You're the one God's been talking about. The prophet's been talking about all this time. You're it. And that's a significant difference from being John the Baptist and one of the other prophets. They distinguished that. Okay. And they believed it and they confessed it. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Get this, that it requires both. It requires belief in your heart as well as confession with your mouth. Or that you, you publicly make it be known. You believe it in your heart. You truly believe it in your heart. And you make it known publicly that Jesus is Lord. It requires that. And 1 John 4.15 says, Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him. And he in God. So when Peter said, you are the Messiah. You are the Messiah. It was necessary for him to be in, to be into being a disciple and follower of Christ, to make that claim, to believe it in his heart and to confess it. So Jesus said, who do you say I am? And he's saying that today. And guess what? He's going to say it to you tomorrow. You, may, you, won't, you probably won't hear it audibly. But in your spirit, you should get up every day answering the question, who do you say Jesus is? Every day. Every day. I'm declaring the day on Monday, Lord, that you are the Messiah. I'm coming out my door repping you today, Lord. Every day I'm repping you. You are the Messiah. I follow you. I follow you. And there's going to be things happen in your life to try to get you off course. I can guarantee you that. Guarantee it. I don't even have to be with you. I don't need a camera. I don't need nothing. I know every day something happens to get you away from following Christ. Every single day. Every day it happens. So the question is, again, are you in or are you out? Are you in or are you out? The third way you know uh, is I follow him because I believe I am willing to die for him. I follow him because I believe I am willing to die for him. Now, I, I started out to say, I'm telling you, this is, this is not easy for me to tell you, but I got to tell you because God called me to preach the truth of his word. Okay. This is real. Okay. This, Jesus asked his disciples this, and he made the point. He made it very clear. He said, I, want I don't want y'all to be confused about what it means to follow me. This, this is no cakewalk. Okay. This is not a trip to the beach. He was trying to let them know, no, this, this is not a trip to the beach. You following me is, 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 is not a picnic. It's, it's not going to the amusement park. It's not. You need, and he said, you need to understand that. And I'm asking you, are you in or are you out? Okay. That's, this is Jesus talking. He says, are you in or are you out? Okay. I got to tell you this. 
And here's the benefit of it. See, um, when, when I make up my mind that I'm willing to die for it, any other thing is light. Any other thing is light. It's light. Any other temptation is light because I already committed. I'm giving my life for this. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. You know God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin so that you could live with him forever. If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I sinned against you. I made some mistakes in my life. I believe that Jesus died for my sins and my mistakes and I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me to reflect the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to personally welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to connect with the church near you so that you can learn more about Jesus, grow closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. So he's saying, I'm telling you, it's no, it's not easy following me because look what you're following. You're following somebody who's going to be rejected by the folks in power. Okay, that's who you're following. So if they're going to reject me and you follow me, guess what? They're going to reject you. You're following somebody that got a death wish. You're following me and they're going to kill. I'm telling you they're going to kill me. And you're going to follow me. Do you realize where you follow, who you following? Thank you for listening. 